In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we cover the real-life version of the Great British Bake Off for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, an innovative beer with a questionable ingredient, interesting Taiwanese toppings at Pizza Hut, good and bad news about the Taco Bell Mexican pizza, and a what-would-you-do kind of experience at an empty Burger King. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. That is staying in there, by the way. That, as it should. Everybody Non-intentional. Just heard it. Did not know. Mm-hmm. I'm really hungry, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I just ate before I went and picked you up, which we will also Wait, get into. You know what? Here. So am I. I'm also hungry, but I, I didn't know. eat just before you picked me up. You the did? last thing I ate oh, this morning not. was beignets for breakfast. Ooh. And then the rest of my day went to shit and I forgot to eat anything. Wait, where'd you go get beignets? Uh, Cafe Beignet on Royal. Nice. Oh, I love that location. I don't wait in line at Cafe Du Monde anymore. Yeah, well... Unless it's somebody that's never, ever been there before. Yeah, first time, you have to knock it off for the, you know, nostalgia, famous landmark, whatever. But Cafe Beignet, the location on Royal Street is so beautiful. There's never a line. Their beignets are fantastic. Yes. And also lots of cocktails. And randomly, you feel very Parisian when you're in there, Mm. slash in the patio area with all the little sweet birds that come in. Yeah. And it's like it's on Royal, but it's kind of tucked into its own corner with the big patio and there's live music and... Good, good beignet vibes. Beignet yes. vibes. Yeah. So, but that's the only thing I've eaten today. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Should have uh, gone to Wendy's. Wait, before we get all the way into this, yes. let's back it up mm-hmm. uh, and introduce each mm-hmm. other for the people that maybe for some reason somehow are just joining us for this first episode. Which if you are, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, he is my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast. We call him PTE. He started the past the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And currently he is enjoying the delights of homeownership. It's, uh, was the sarcasm clear enough? It was very clear. And I have to, so I have to preface it, you know, by saying I'm very fortunate being in my spot, blah, 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 whatever. With that being said, Lately, it's been fucking brutal because still, you know, there's a lot of people here, including myself, that are still dealing with Hurricane Ida fallout and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, my home is not fully repaired from that. We're essentially in hurricane season, so I'm scrambling to get everything together, finding a contractor is a pain in the ass. And then, like, every time I turn a corner, it's like, hey, $10,000 for this, $12,000 for that. And guess what? I don't have that fucking money. Right. Like, Mr. Moneybags over here? I don't think you played this game when you were younger, but on no. The Sims, there was a cheat code where you can just instantly add more money. Mm-hmm. To your- <laughs> I, that would be fantastic. And I, you're I, like, where do I enter that cheat code? Yes. Because, like, I need that random extra several thousand dollars. Yes. Yes. Cheat code, uh, mother load. Thank you. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And she is Ashley. She is my wonderful co-host who also lends her skills and not only voice, but production to the podcast as well as radio. And she is one year older and also celebrated her birthday under a bridge. Care to elaborate? <laughs> also, I hope I nailed that because I was yeah. looking to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. I could, because I had the intro, the new intro typed out. Can't find it. So I just winged it. So that was halfway decent. Oh my God, you're ad-libbing. It's like you're on the radio too. <sighs> Honestly, I feel a little nervous right now. (laughs) A little sweaty. But yeah, look, I won't say that that was my entire birthday celebration, but that was 
definitely the highlight weirdest moment of it. Uh-huh. I was leaving work today. Mm-hmm. The radio station is downtown and I was going to meet my parents who were still in town uh, to have lunch at St. James Cheese, like uptown on Britannia. Yes. And on the way, my car just like died directly under the interstate. Nice. In traffic. Yeah. Which is also, you know, and this is not saying one thing or the other, but just a a matter of fact statement. It is also where the homeless encampment in New Orleans is located. Mm -hmm. It's also the loudest place for your car to break down. Yeah, you're directly underneath cars doing 75 miles an hour about, you know, Mm -hmm. 40 feet over your head Mm -hmm. and also the middle of a homeless encampment and you're by yourself. So, you know, I'm sure you were feeling all sorts of comfortable oh, in great. that particular area. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was fun. You I got out of it, though. Yeah, eventually. It took okay. a long time. Yeah, okay. But You, you hung know. out under the interstate today. Yeah, and you know, I wasn't planning on pushing a car in neutral today, but <laughs> here we are. Nice little upper body workout. Yeah. yeah, and lower too. Yeah, like your, your like, legs. Oh, full body workout. It's a nice like leg, yeah. like because you're like, and you're pushing it into the. <laughs> if you haven't been exactly where I'm talking about, like right off of St. Charles, if you turn and like, some people call it Calliope, some people call it Calliope. Yeah, it's weird. Whatever. Yeah, we were pushing the car into what is now a parking lot under the interstate. Yes. And then there was like one little lip that we couldn't get it up over. Of course. And then like all these random dudes appeared like from wherever, oh, whatever no. truck they were in, like yeah. to help. And I was like, oh, thanks. Cause I'm in like wedge platform heels <laughs> <laughs> with my parents. Yeah. I'm on my way to go eat cheese and now I'm pushing a car in neutral. Yeah, like, and then I did not get to eat cheese. So. Well, oh, so you couldn't go because everything was so delayed because you're under there. Everything was so delayed and I still had a work day to do. Oh, th- yeah, there was no way. Like, I was on a Zoom meeting on my phone, sitting in the backseat of my parents' car, waiting for the tow truck to arrive. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys, this is weird. Like, if it looks very yeah. like I'm on <laughs> FaceTime with you guys. Like, we're in the back of a Subaru right now. It's because I am. And so, so I turned the phone and showed my parents, and they're like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, this is still a very new job for me. Yeah. So I'm still definitely yeah, making an impression. You're in what, week three? I guess it's like a month Week three, now. you're like, oh, the new girl's zooming us from the back of a car. I guess she's Under real, an interstate. I guess she is real comfortable. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, good times. Good times. <sighs> we like to talk about how food is making an appearance in the news on this podcast. Um, this morning, I saw that apparently it is the what is it? The platinum Jubilee of the queen in England. None of that means anything. Right. And I was like, I actually don't know what that means, but it's like a big celebration. And apparently it's a celebration of her 70 years of being the queen. Okay. So it's just like an anniversary of being royalty. Like, Hey, congrats. You're still rich and famous and you're the queen. Right. We're going to celebrate you with a Jubilee. Right. Okay. And it's a lot of like pomp and circumstance and like parades and things like this. And, Mm -hmm. but there's also, I just learned an official dessert of the platinum Jubilee. Okay. And it was like a big UK contest to see who was going to be making, or I should say baking the official dessert of the platinum Jubilee. Like this is something that's never going to happen again. Right. Wait. So this is like the great British baking show, but with the stakes are you get to the queen to cook for the queen yes. on her Jubilee. This yes. is some serious fucking British shit. Yes. Okay. I like, it. I'm into it. This, um, pastry chef, I guess she is. 
Baker. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like diminish her title, whatever she is. Yeah. She's about to blow up, right? Because she did the Queen's official Platinum yeah. Jubilee dessert. Okay. She beat out like 5,000 rivals across. Just massive bake-off. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I don't know that I'm particularly interested in. I'm curious if this is your, it's called platinum pudding, but mm. technically I think it's more of what the Brits call a trifle. What they um, call pudding trifle. Well, I guess the way that it's a seven layer dessert. So this is not just like pudding, right? Yeah. It is a seven layer lemon Swiss roll and amaretti trifle. I don't know what all that means. But it's like layered stacks of different kind of. <laughs> I'm looking I'm at a you picture over here. I'm looking at a picture and it's like there's a layer of like swirly lemon stuff. And then there's a layer of what looks like gooey lemon stuff. And then there's like a creamy lemon stuff layer. And then there's like yeah. cookies crumbled on the top. And then there's like lemon other thingies on the top. I've definitely had the like cheap Dairy Queen version of this where it's like, <laughs> hey, we put some Oreos on top of some fudge. And uh, then we, some guy in the back who's doing whippets put some whipped cream on top for you. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. Like, that like, uh, Three ninety nine. The American version of this is like, yes. well, I took ice cream sandwiches and I put them in the bottom of a bacon pan and then I put a layer of like some fruits on it and then I put like Cool Whip on it and then I put sprinkles on the top and then I put that chocolate shell that gets hard. Yeah, like, that <laughs> sounds awesome. I want that. I don't need some <laughs> fancy lemon shit. I mean, this baker, pastry chef, fucking artist, whatever you, we, we are referring to her as, phenomenal job, but it doesn't sound like a dessert I would like, but apparently the queen is a fan of... What? So is it all, is it all, it's not savory or sweet. She likes the tart desserts. Well, the thing is, it's actually really special because there was like a lemon dessert at her wedding. Okay. A million years ago, whenever that was. Yeah. And so this is kind of like referential and it's like a, it goes with the season. To the Jubilee and the wedding. Yeah. And and it's like the beginning of summer and like it's a light lemon, blah, blah, blah. And that's. It's apparently a big deal, but okay. I'm looking at it like, can I just have like chocolate cake? Like, yeah. That, <laughs> like a big old. I'm like, you know what sounds good? Strawberry cheesecake. Just lay it on me. Sure. Or like, yeah. honestly, one of those giant Costco sheet cakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are good. Because you know there's going to be a lot of people there. So many people. Right. And like, does everyone get their own little, you know, lemon layer dessert thing? Because it's like very intricate. Like the photo of it. Is very serious. And look, I don't know if you were a fan of Friends. Of course. Yeah. There was an episode where Rachel tries to make a trifle and the pages of the cookbook get stuck together. Yes. And she randomly puts like meat and peas in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, there's the like cream layer and then there's the peas. And then they're like, wait, I'm sorry, the what? (laughs) And they just like eat it. It went from like trifle to meatloaf real quick. And you're like, wait, what did you make? (laughs) It's a meat trifle. Excuse me? Yeah. But also not a trifle. But I don't know. I'm following this weird, you know, recipe here it's like you made lasagna with peas in it so, right yeah but look congratulations to this person Gemma melvin for beating out all these people and mm-hmm. like making a dessert that the queen is actually gonna have and uh, yeah. seriously she's now gonna be famous in the british baking world right yeah which apparently that world like this is a very serious thing mm-hmm. i haven't watched the netflix show and it's not because i'm opposed to it there are certain things that I know I will love You're so much. You're afraid to get addicted to exactly. it. Exactly. So the, like, I have to stay away from it because I'm like, I can't do it. Like I remember growing up, like a bunch of friends started nerding out with like Dungeons and Dragons type mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, dude, you want to get down this? I'm like, no, I don't. And you want to know why I don't? Because I will disappear. I will go so far down the rabbit hole. I will not come out until like I am the master of the Dungeons and the Dragons. And with like the uh, great uh, British baking show, uh-huh. same thing with that. Like, I know I'm going to binge the hell out of that show. I love the accents. I love their sense of humor. I love how cheeky everything is. I like how like adorable and like how nice they are to each other. Mm-hmm. Like what a feel good show is when like everything else in the world feels like I love all of those things. I can't, I have to stay away from it. Well, what show was that they keep recommending to me that I know I will love. It's like makeover something, something. Queer Eye. Yes. What's I saw one show? episode. I saw only like half of it. It still made me cry. Hello. I wanted to watch all of them. And then I cut, they're coming to New Orleans. Their next season is here. Yeah, they're coming to, I actually saw that. I was like, I need to send this to Ashley. And then in typical me fashion, I forgot and just didn't send it to you. But also like, but you already knew by then for sure. You didn't like nominate me to be, you know, made over by the, I don't know your situation. (laughs) What if you would be like, why did you feel like you need to nominate me? I'm like, fuck man. I don't know. I would never be offended if you were like the, the gentlemen of the Fab Five. Yes. These miracle angel individuals yes. need to come and lighten your life and make you over. And yeah. uh, yes, thank you. I honestly you. don't even know what they do. I just saw like the if one- I just get to hang out with them. Yeah. Oh, fine. that. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I understand. And that. then they take your life to the next level. Chef's the episode kiss. I saw, they like slapped some skinny jeans and some style and like gave this dad a haircut and then he looked really good and then everyone started crying and then I started crying. There's I was like, so what much am more I? to it yeah. than that. I'm not going to let you keep talking about this and reduce it to slap skinny jeans on someone. That's, that's that would be That is. would be my reality show. Nope. It's like- Going to send you back and rewatch. Put that guy in some skinny jeans. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, I asked you if you were going to try something like that dessert. Not that you're going to have the opportunity. If you would, okay. Uh, Another hypothetical would you try. Uh, There is supposedly an innovative beer Mm -hmm. in Singapore. I do love Singapore. Uh, It is a new type of beer. It is made of imported ingredients like German barley, Norwegian yeast, along with something local that they call knee water which is purified liquid sewage. What? (laughs) It says, but don't worry. It's gone through several rounds of filtration and stringent tests. I don't care. Still not drinking it. I'm not drinking liquid sewage. Used to be pee. Not for me. Listen, dude, I'm already close enough every time I brush my teeth in the city of New Orleans. Like, let's be fucking real here. We get boil water advisories. I've never experienced that anywhere else in my life. I don't need to be like, you know what? Let me one up this by drinking filtered sewerage beer. I saw one thing online about toilet particles and now I'm like paranoid. I cannot flush the toilet without putting the seat down first to reduce the amount of like poo-poo particles that fly around your bathroom. Well, did you ever see how those, uh, like the hand dryers and bathrooms got sued by people because they were saying that when you, when you, this is going to ruin every bathroom trip for you from Uh. now on. But when you press the button and you know, the, the air starts blowing (sighs) out, but it actually starts blowing around like fucking shit and piss particles particles, and then people still don't get their hands clean and they end up getting sick. They actually got sued because people were arguing that these like scientifically are not healthy to have in restrooms. Good. Enjoy washing your hands everywhere you go now. Wash your hands then poo poo on your hands. Yeah, wash your hands and then, you know, get, uh, spray some poo poo on them. Gross. Um, real talk though, with the Singapore story, so I've actually been, I've been very fortunate to go. So I, my, one of my best friends is actually born, like he's Singaporean, born and raised, mm-hmm. went there, spent some time, fell in love with the place. 
if there's one place that's going to do filtered sewerage beer, it's <laughs> a weird sentence. Yeah. That you could drink and be like, I actually might not get sick at Singapore because that is the cleanest fucking place I have ever visited legitimately in my entire life. But here's it's the thing. It's so, it's, it's really interesting, but it's, I can, it says I don't in the know. story, like Singapore actually doesn't have enough safe drinking water for its population. So around half of the water that they use is uh-huh. either new water or. Oh, so they're already using. Yes. This. Or desalinated seawater that they run through a bunch of filtration. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the people, the locals are pretty much used to it. So yeah. they don't think twice about no, drinking like, a oh, beer. No, they're like, oh, you're just using water. Like, this is just beer to them. Except yeah. for you're using, you know, like you mentioned, uh, DIY water. Yeah, DIY. Get out of here. <laughs> you're, but you're using, like, ingredients from, you know, some places in Europe and whatnot. I mean, that, for them, that might be the only difference there. Mm-hmm. To us, this is obviously not our culture. So it's easy for us to read this and be like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. But, you know, for them, this might not be so out of the norm. I don't know. Yeah. Here it's like, I can't get over what it used to be. Yeah. I can't think about what it is now. No, God, no. Like I said, used to be pee, not for me. Yeah. Used to be poo, press the thing and have the air come out and spray it on your hands. Well, that doesn't have the same ring. Do you see how those are different? Mine was a nice, neat little rhyme. Yours was just long enough that I was like, maybe he'll get, no, he didn't get back there. Poop in the toilet and then press the thing and spray it all around your face. (laughs) (laughs) Something else I don't know if you'd be interested in, but also probably won't have the chance to try. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Taiwan, Pizza Hut is serving up a new pizza crust Mm -hmm. featuring whole Oreos topped with Parmesan cheese. Oh, I was like, oh, dessert pizza. I've had this before. We've all been to a CeCe's buffet. Like, let's be real. Their dessert, dessert pizza, pizza was the bomb. bomb. Yes. Um, this why is would called, you put Parmesan cheese on it? I don't know. This is called the number one salted chicken pizza in Taiwan. Mm. Uh, a crust that is studded with whole Oreo cookies with melted toasted Parmesan cheese on top of each one. So, like, they're not crushed up and put into yeah. the dough when you're making the crust. They're just slapping like, a whole Oreo. <laughs> it's like they take a circle, but now they have all these little like out grooves to mm. like hold this cookie. Yeah. And it's similar to um, what we had at one point called the crazy cheesy crust pizza, but each little pocket of cheese is topped with an Oreo cookie. And I just, I don't understand. I feel like we've gone, we've taken things way too far. The oh, they go even farther. What? Okay. With the toppings on the pizza. So if you think Parmesan like, cheese on top of whole Oreos for a crust is asinine. Here we go. Tempura, fried squid rings, flaming popcorn chicken, and green onions on this pizza. With Oreos embedded in the cheesy crust. I'm more surprised by like the flaming hot whatever to go with like the squid and the (laughs) I'm lost. There are so many things here. How high were you when you came up with this? Or maybe it's just a, it's just a wow. Or maybe it's just a thing that they have like a surplus of, and they're like, we should just get rid of all of it by slapping (laughs) it all in a large pizza. I don't understand. Like, what is the, what is the demographic here? Like, do they test this out? Stoners. Yeah, just stoners in Taiwan, but like, oh man, it's like Funyuns, man, but just with Oreos and Parmesan cheese and squid. Yeah, and- it translates to video gamers' delight. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't, 
I don't know. I, I'm like trying to picture them doing like some test group and they're like, okay, so we've come up with the perfect pizza. How do y'all feel about it? And they're just like, I love it. It's great. This crust is fantastic. I don't see how this is good. I feel like it could also be like 10 year old boys. And they were like, what, oh my things, God, yes. <laughs> what things do you like? And they were like, I like flaming hot Cheetos, but chicken nuggets. And it's like, okay, what about flaming hot chicken? Yeah. Yeah. I like Oreos. Yeah. I like cheese. Yeah. And like throw it all on this pizza. <laughs> yes. This is like, uh, it's like in the movie, big daddy, when he decided to let the kid dress how he wants to dress to yeah. go to school. And he ends up wearing like half Aquaman gear. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Cause they're a kid. They're going to yeah. wear like, flippers and a, a fucking snorkel if you let them because it's what they do if you let them design a pizza right you're going to have the same effect here watch us get to the bottom of this and it's designed by the son of pizza hut taiwan's president or whatever yeah. and they're like make your own pizza bud like we're running out of other good ideas He's why don't like, we just let you do it boom done enjoy my oreo <laughs> cheese squid hot pizza <laughs> like what <laughs> could we come up with a clever name i actually kind of hope they did something like that and just kind of the name would be just reflective of what the actual pizza is question though serious question would you try this if it were it was available here for like a limited time like hey we're bringing you know taiwanese pizza to new orleans are you trying it are you gonna be like i gotta have at least one slice to to see what the fuck is going on here because you know what i would i, I know feel like i would because like each of the things individually I like. Yes. Which also I think is that how their process started. <laughs> like you offer me calamari. Yes. Into yeah. it. You offer me hot chicken. Definitely Duh. into it. Yeah. You offer me cheese. Sure. Can you offer me Oreos. Yeah. yeah. You put it all together. I'm like, <laughs> if you gave them together at the same time, like if I could get them like one after the other, right. now we're talking, this is a great dinner. Can I have several independent bites? Yeah. Can I get like hot chicken and then like finish it off with some Oreos? Oh, I'm going to be that asshole that cuts slices all like around. No, you got to take the full bite. So you got to get like, you got to like kind of turn it to the side. So you do a thing where you bite like half crust, half pizza. So you're getting like the calamari with the flaming hots, with the Oreos, with this, with the Parmesan. You have to get everything in, at once. My tongue is confused. What would you do though if it was like the best bite of pizza? You're like, oh my God, they've actually figured something crazy out. Take all of my money. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to Taiwan. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> you know, look. Worth it. I got to give you some good and bad news about probably the thing that excited you the most so far this year. Awesome. You always want to crush me and then we like go and end the podcast and I'm depressed. It's kind of somewhat adjacent to what we were just talking about. We okay. were talking about Taiwanese pizza. Now I'm talking about Taco Bell pizza. Okay. The Mexican pizza generated so much interest that locations are selling out of it across the country. Yeah. You already got one. So I you're did. like, okay, I'm fine. Yeah. Taco Bell says, here's the good news, mm -hmm. says that it'll be back before the end of the year, this time for good. Wait, so they're done. They sold out? Well, it's selling out. So like if you're able to find it at oh, some shit. like miraculous location somewhere, get it while you can oh, now. Because okay. it won't be back for a little while. But when they do bring it back before the end of the year, it'll be back for good. That is... Crazy. I had no idea. I mean, I told the story, I think, last week that mm -hmm. when I went to line, the drive-thru was really long. I was like, oh, of course. I didn't even think about this. Like, I'm not the only one who's mm -hmm. like, you know what sounds great right now? I'll talk about Mexican pizza. And it was just as good and bad as I remembered it being. You were upset because they were out of Baja Blast. It ruined the experience. But I never did you think it. that if you went back to that same location, next time they might be out of the pizza too. And they'll have Baja Blast right. now. And I'm like, am I in the fucking upside down? Like, what is <laughs> happening right now? You can only have one. 
You cannot have both. I just want to have both one time. That's all I want. Like if I would have gone there and had the Mexican pizza with the Baja Blast, I'm like, I'm satisfied. If they would have been like, we sold out and it's mm-hmm. not coming back until mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. I'd be like, great. I can wait until towards the end of the year. Yeah. And then I'll get it maybe one more time. And then six months later, I'll get it again. Yeah. I don't need to like frequent Taco Bell. But now I I feel like, like after this, when we leave here, like I got to take you back to your house. <laughs> right. You know, car bridge. Car died. Yeah. yeah car died. Um, I want to swing by the Taco Bell and like try my hand. And if they tell me no to either one of those things, I'm driving off. <laughs> a cliff or just like out of the parking lot? I don't know. Maybe yeah. under a bridge and just hang out there. Yeah. You know? Listen, it's different at night. I wouldn't recommend it. No, it, it's de- it's very different. Mine was night. in the middle of the day. Might fuck around, try some heroin. Nope. Mm, okay. Nope. We're no, good. No, I don't recommend that. Nope. None of that. Okay. Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm Ashley O. I do not approve this message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up in mind. I'm just saying. Staying on the fast food note uh, in Pittsburgh on Friday. This is a shitty experience. A man walked into a Burger King and was very confused because not a single person was working. He was alone in the Burger King. Somehow the door was open and he uh-huh. just walked in and was like, hello, Burger people. No one. Hello. <laughs> no. No one. No, you can't have it way. You can't have anything today because no one is here. But it's open though. Apparently, well, first he went through the drive-thru and no one was talking to him. So he's like, well, what the hell? And he went inside, opened the door. No one's there. He even opened the door to the kitchen. He's like, what is this? (laughs) This feels like something like Ashton Kutcher would have done back in the day, like on punked. Wouldn't have been like, you're going to go to this location. It's completely dead, like zombie apocalypse dead. Some weird shit's going to happen. You're going to be like, there's no way this is real. Or I don't know if you know much about this. There's like certain groups of like Christianity or whatever that believe wholeheartedly in something called the rapture that like when God is going to decide he's going to take the good people up to heaven with them or like when Jesus comes again or whatever, yeah. they're just going to poof out of their clothes and just disappear oh, into heaven. It's like that movie. This is the end. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So how funny <laughs> would it be exactly how I know that if Ashton Kutcher was involved in this and like not mm. only was Burger King empty, but now there's like piles of full clothes, like on tennis shoes, like, like in the, Burger King. Yeah. Like, like sorry, the, bro. They're in heaven. You must you're be a in shitty hell. person. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Burger King and you're starving <laughs> and no one's going to make your burger. This is hell on America, motherfucker. Um, this is actually my heaven though, because I love Hershey Sunday pies. And I like, it's a free for all. Here's the thing though. I, I, in my head, I go to the freezer and I grab all the Hershey Sunday pies. I'm like, this is, this is sure. my moment to shine. And then also use the soda machine while you're at it. Like yeah. if the door is open, like I'm, I'm assuming the soda machine's working and all that. I don't think I actually do that though. I think I'm so freaked out by it. And also like, I don't want to be caught on camera. Right. Can you imagine that story? It's like one man goes into Burger King. No one's there. Burger King's open. He's like, what's going on? Yeah. Two man realizes steals there's no the one shit. here. Yeah. Steals all the Hershey Sunday pie and grabs a large Coke and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's still illegal. That's still theft. So I don't know. I, I would like to think that I would do that. But the reality is I'd just be freaked out. I would definitely like take a video and be like, there's no way this is real now. I just leave. Apparently what happened, uh, according to the local news, they say in their story that only one person showed up to work that day. And then when they saw they one were alone, person. they quit. They're like, nah, <laughs> fuck this. 
and they quit and then <laughs> left without locking the door. I don't know why that's so funny. I just picture somebody being like, I'm very codependent. I don't like doing things alone. They get to work. It's like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to be the only one. I'm not running this whole place by myself. Like, you want me to do the register and fries and right. your fucking mind and run the drive through? No. No chance. I'm out. I, yeah, I was going to say, I like, don't think it's codependent. It's no, like, I know. I just, I that's so funny. I'm not doing five people's jobs. I today. just picture one person walking in, looking around, and being like, nope. yeah, no, I'm fucking out, like throwing down their, you know, Burger King uh, apron and being like, yeah, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit. But, but now you. Burger King has a different story. Oh, they God. say the rep from Burger King says that the shift leader had to leave due to a family emergency and sent the team home because I guess didn't have confidence in them to do Burger King today without the shift leader. If they're so inept, they can't work at Burger King. Why the fuck are they working at Burger King? I don't know. So without the shift leader sent them all home and somehow they left the door unlocked. Uh, and then a manager did eventually come back to lock the place until they could get a staff in for the day. I call BS on this message. This is big burger trying to push a narrative. (laughs) That's what's happening here. So I'm not buying it. I this call, is I call what, BS. This is what the shortages have come to. There's nobody to work Burger King. Yeah, yeah. This is, don't don't listen to their lies. Don't listen to what Big Burger is telling you. So no, I, something weird happened here. Yes. It's also weird. Like if this were the reality of the situation, if you're a manager and you're like, shit, I got to go. And then you look around and not a single employee None is of you fucks can handle your job when I'm not with here. Almy over their shoulder. Like nobody here should be working at Burger King. I like the story of one person showing up and being like, yeah, no one was here. So he fucking quit. Yeah. That's because that's way more plausible. Right. You know, it's like there's five or six people on the shift and you know, two or three get sick, catch the cocoa, whatever. And then the two call out cause whatever it's yeah. Burger King and one person shows up like that makes sense to me. And to be quite honest, that person has been going to work every day. Like, I don't get paid enough to do this shit. Yeah. And then they walk in there like, I certainly don't get paid enough yes. to do five people's jobs yes. today. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Yeah. A million percent. I'm not locking the door. Come get it. That's what happened. Come get the Hershey pies. Oh my God. My dream. Cause you know, I was thinking like about a story that we had done a while back about how there's now people doing remote drive through work. Yes. Right. Where you can like be a digital representative for yeah. drive through menus. I totally forgot about that. My memory is bad. This wouldn't even help in that situation. No. Because there's no one inside to yeah. make the food. No one's making the food. Nothing's getting done. There's no humans at the window. If anything, it would make the situation worse because if you have a remote person handling all the orders and they go through the window and they're, and they're just looking around, be like, what's going on? Now yeah. you have a backed up drive through and no employees on the inside. Yeah. That would be actually hilarious. Have you ever been to a drive through when. There's a person where this is a di- this is an offshoot from this Burger King story, completely different. When you've been to a drive-through where you pull up to the little menu to place an order, and there's very clearly a recording that greets you, and then a separate person that comes on to actually take your order. Yes, a hundred percent. And it's like a nice, pleasant experience, and they're like, "What do you want?" Yes. Yeah. This is. I don't. I yeah. I'm with. I you. thought that was the worst because I was like, oh, I'm so confused. No, like, what's the worst happening? is what Chick Fil A does to us. We've yeah, talked sure. about that. That's horrible. But the but worstest yes. worst is when you drive <laughs> through the whole drive through and you're sitting there waiting for a while, going hello, and like, oh yeah. Not only is no one going to talk to you, sir. No one's inside. No one's inside. No one's in the kitchen. But yeah, like lights are on. Appears at someone's home. Even like a because you'll do the parking lot check. You like you'll look around and be like, are there enough? cars in this parking lot 
to like trick my mind and believe that people are here right now. But in a way, you're like, oh, sweet, nobody's there right now. It's not going to be a line. Yes, no, exactly. I can get in and out quick. If I see like two or three cars, I'm like, oh, it's just the employees. I just timed this perfectly. Like, this mm-hmm. is what's going on. That's but never the is, situation. This is no cars in the parking lot. Zero. And like this poor dude probably walked around like, hello? Yeah. Did something happen? Are yeah. people hurt somewhere in this Burger King? Like laid out on the floor? Like, do I need to... Oh, I guess I'm not getting my burger today. Got it. Okay. You know who is though? Me. Because when we're done with this tonight, now I can't stop thinking about it. I'm going. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting. I'm going to Burger King. I'm so hungry, and I might get a triple Whopper and eat it before I go to bed. <laughs> uh, I may Venmo you to get something too because I'm getting. Why don't we go through the drive-through after yes! this? Yes. All right. Friends in real life. Let's go, Burger King, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So before I'm we do that, I'm getting a Hershey Sunday pie, by the way. Okay. Okay. Let's let's move on and do our food high and low. Oh, of yeah, the past yeah. So week. we can go eat so Burger King. <laughs> go get Burger King. <laughs> You can go first. I will go first because I don't really have much to say. And I know you had a birthday and I'm very excited because I purposefully told you, I do not want to hear about your birthday stuff (laughs) because I saw a dessert post. I got very excited. Anyways, my thing is, um, I don't really have a low, uh, been pretty good with the food overall, but I did reunite again with my one true love, Taj Mahal, my favorite Indian place Mm. in New Orleans. Yum. Delicious as per usual. Always get the extra order of garlic naan. Always get the chicken tiki masala. Uh, Their vegetable samosas are fantastic. It's my go-to order every time. They've been consistent for years. I love them. And I want to get them like all the free whatever because they deserve it and they're great. And that that is my food high. I don't really have a low. It sounds like this time that you ordered the correct amount of food from them. Yeah. Can you? uh, Okay. Yeah. So I now have to say it really quick because people that are not aware as I shared a story where I unintentionally somehow marked down four orders of chicken tiki masala (laughs) instead of because I was trying to exit out and then order two orders of garlic naan after ordering two chicken tiki masalas. But I somehow went in and just ordered double of the of the chicken tiki masala. And I was like, that's a really expensive order. Like a $100 Uber Eat order. I'm like, damn, inflation's a motherfucker right now. I'm like, this is crazy. And then I get the like the bag, because they deliver it like in this big brown bag. And I pick it up and I'm like, this is legitimately like three pounds heavier than what I'm used to. I open it up. It's all chicken, tiki masala, and all rice. Uh, no naan, no samosas. I still don't know how I did that to this day, but whatever. I got my order right. So, and the food was good as always. What is yours? I need to hear this. Okay. I'll do the low first. Okay. Because uh, I'm still trying to struggle to pick between the highs. My low is very clear. Um, and it's not low. Because <laughs> okay, when well, I was in it, I was like, oh, this is my low. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, the other night, one of my friends works at Miss May's and she Ugh. was working until 1 a.m. And she was like, come hang out. Like I'm behind the bar until this time, whatever. An so, infamous New Orleans yes. dive bar. That is also cash only. Yes. Yes. And it's 24 hours, but she was getting off at one. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we'll sit and drink and then. Uh, it turned into us sitting there and continuing to drink after she was off of work, still drinking at her place of yeah. work. It's Miss Mays. It's a fucking black hole. And then there. we realized we were very hungry and there's not many options that deliver um, at that point of the night. And it's not because of the place that it was the low. I just realized that as I was eating a calzone at four in the morning, sitting at a cash only dive bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
DP Doe shout out. Yes, I, I love DP Doe. Shout out to the ranch buffer. It's the only thing you should ever order. I made my own calzone. It's oh, fine. Okay, you got bold with it. But it was great because the guy calls. I, I literally look back at my receipt and in my delivery notes, I was like, I'm inside Miss Mays. <laughs> <laughs> So I ordered her oh, some wings and me a calzone yes. and like we just did kind of random stuff yeah. and like yeah the guy That's called amazing. me he was like hey uh, I'm getting close to the light um <laughs> you want me to come into the bar I was like you know what it's fine I'll come meet you it's, yeah it's I'm not gonna make you yeah <laughs> like I'm at the fourth stool like okay, yeah <laughs> <laughs> because honestly at that point if he walked in and was like I got calzone and wings people would be like yep that's mine uh, yeah 100 percent right now you right. have to fist fight everybody inside Miss Maze. you <laughs> right. don't want to do that there no. because there are some characters no no but for real that is hilarious and also amazing <laughs> it's also really funny how he's like I'm pulling up to the light because like so the front door of Miss Mays is on Magazine Street, which uh-huh. is also a very popular street in New Orleans, which is like like from the front door to the curb is maybe four feet. It's like you can exit the bar yeah. and like stretch out your arm and but still be touching part of the bar and be like, oh, but I'm also grabbing my yes. food at the same time. But you're like, I'm inside Miss Mays. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the reasons I realized I was at a low is because there was some dude that was like kind of a creep. And my friend like was Mays like, things. yeah, my friend was like, fuck off. Like, leave me alone. And I'm like, I stopped eating my calzone for a minute. I'm like, didn't you hear her? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Oh my God, listen to this ogre sitting at the bar, eating her 4am calzone. (laughs) This is fine. You heard my friend. You get away. I'm trying to eat my calzone over here. Let the lady eat her wings. (laughs) (laughs) Wiping pizza sauce off my face. I didn't cuss some more of this calzone and be yelling at you while I do it. Exactly. He's like, all right, lady, Jesus. (laughs) Now, the rest of the birthday weekend food was like on a totally different note from calzone at four in the morning at a dive bar. Yes. Um, my parents had come in town and I picked some places that I hadn't been to and I knew that they hadn't been to yet either. Mm-hmm. And I may be late to the game on some of them. Uh, we did lunch at the Chloe on St. Charles. Fantastic. Nice. We did dinner at Miss River, yes. which is in the Four Seasons, mm-hmm. not the restaurant that you mentioned Chimene before. Chimene Alamere. But right. I was just excited because I saw that you were in the same vicinity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've, I haven't been to that one, but I've heard great things. Isn't that Alon Shaya's yes, restaurant? Yes, it okay, is. Very cool. And it is his like ode to Louisiana cuisine. Yes. So then the challenge was for me to pick my high out of all the things that I ate between those two places. Yeah. Uh, I know I posted a picture of the cake, which was life changing, Mm -hmm. but I still think my favorite thing that we ordered in that dinner um, was an appetizer. That was my stomach rumbling. Did you just hear that? That might pick up on that. I don't know. Oh my God. I paused. Burger King. We ordered like a couple of different starters. We split some entree things, whatever. Um, the blue crab au gratin appetizer mm. comes in its own little, it's the cutest little ramekin cast iron situation I've ever seen. Okay. It's like a little pot with little handles and it's this amazing like lump crab meat with a gruyere bechamel sauce. Oh my God. Breadcrumbs sprinkled. Yeah, of course. They make their own crackers that are perfectly buttery and just like they nice. They would make their own crackers. It's almost like if Everything a croissant became a cracker, 
just oh. like the perfect flaky buttery and then yeah. this crab meat is just like creamy and it's got that sauce oh my god it was so good we kept coming back to it like throughout the entire meal i would take so many lactate pills I mean, look. And enjoyed the fuck out of that. Everything we got was great. There was also an amazing oyster appetizer we had. Mm. Uh, we split a snapper entree that was amazing. Dad got the um, duck and andouille gumbo. Oh, always. God, that's a good call. With the real time. dark roux. Uh, we yes, got, yes. like, as a side dish, their red beans and rice. Uh, some of their potato salad came with the gumbo. And then the dessert. Oh, did you mix the potato salad with the gumbo? Was he that a thing didn't. That, he didn't. Okay. We just sampled the potato salad also on the side. That's a, a move that I've recently been told because I was eating somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually St. John. Mm-hmm. And I was told by one of the chefs that the move there is to mix their, their gumbo with the potato salad. Yeah. I did not know if that was like forbidden because I just enjoy enjoying gumbo by itself. But then I did it because the chef told me to. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, fuck. I get why people do this. So that's yeah. why I was curious. Anyways. I mean, and then the dessert was this uh, What was giant, that? I saw you posted it. Oh, it was a giant slab of chocolate d'auberge cake. <sighs> and it was like the fudgiest, mm. moistest, chocolatiest. It was so good. It with a little scoop of like lemon ice cream next to it for balance yes, and contrast. <sighs> and it felt like I was eating the brownies that my now past mama used to make specifically for me. Like other people in the family would be like, Ooh, she made brownies. She's like, don't touch. Those are for Ashley. Fuck. Yeah, they are. And it was like, I've never had anything as fudgy and like dense chocolatey since she left. But, but this, this world. was it. This literally this took the cake. Was that as a cake? So Hershey Sunday pie or this dessert? Oh, Go. <laughs> listen, Burger King. Oh no. Um, that all day. But really we still kept saying like, after we left the restaurant, we we're like, but that crab, that really? crab was so Out of everything. Mm-hmm. Even duck and andouille gumbo. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but, but the, the uh, crab, the, cl- the crab. Okay. Damn. I need to go. I mean, it's the four seasons. So you just assume everything is going, going to be fantastic. And mm-hmm. they also hired some phenomenal, yes, very chefs. famous, yes. very talented chefs to run those right. restaurants. So it makes sense. This is really cool, though, because Alon Shaya, so his restaurant here, and I might be wrong, is it Israeli? Mm-hmm. Okay. Israeli and Mediterranean. And Mediterranean, yeah. yeah. And then he also has a restaurant, uh, Softa, in Denver. Mm-hmm. And it's similar, right? But he's never, I don't think he's ever done something where he's like, this is my ode to, yeah. you know, Creole, Southern, mm-hmm. you know, New Orleans food with his own twist on things, which is awesome. I need to go. I, need I mean, to go. and look at a table next to us, they ordered for, the, there's some options that you can get for the whole table and they're huge. Yeah. Like for example, a whole chicken that is buttermilk fried. Like wow. they, they come out to the table with a dish of it, a whole ass chicken. Jesus. Um, there's another one with like a whole salted snapper. Like uh, this whole fish. See that, that's something that I would probably get. Cause God, I've mm. no, this is something that you and several friends have. Oh, to it's get. big, big. It's big, big. Okay, yes. Gotcha. Okay. And like to the point where other people in the restaurant, though, like other diners were like, Oh, I want to take a picture of them walking around. Like yes. That. Like not that's only am I eyeing your dish, but I'm also taking photos of your yes. food and I'm not apologizing. for Yes. That. Okay. And they bring it out with great like presentation. They're of like, course. Here yeah. is your whole fish, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. Just caught it. You know, three hours ago. Yes. Yeah. Gulf coast. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, they do brunch as well. And mm. now I need to go back and try the brunch things. Mm-hmm. Their cocktails are great. Everything that we had was great. And look, I, I want to shout out as well. I feel bad because if not for that dinner, 
if I had separated those things into two separate weekends, the Chloe was also phenomenal. Everything we it's had very good. was awesome. It's very, very good. Also, aesthetically, it, yes. it's very hard. So I want to live in the oh decor of the Chloe. If I were a person that had money, I would find out whoever was the designer for the Chloe and yes. be like, do everything in my life. The like the gator same, stairs, yep. like the red velvet with the gator on. So, okay. There are people that are listening that may What's not the have Chloe? been there. Or they know. I would say what boutique hotel slash restaurant. The Chloe is formerly uh, a St. Charles estate, like a, a mansion Yes, that was turned into a boutique hotel. Mm-hmm. They have a great pool in the backyard. They have, um, you know, brunch, I guess lunch. Uh, do they do dinner? They do dinner. Yeah, yeah their cocktails are great. Great cocktails. But the decor, great to though, just go and like, ugh. you can sit. I mean, I would prefer, like, it's one of those things where like, it's so beautiful on the inside that even on a really nice day in New Orleans where you could sit, because it's on St. Charles, you can watch the streetcars go by. You would still be inclined to sit inside mm-hmm. and get a reservation for inside because it's so beautiful. Yep. That's why I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had money. I'd be like, hey, interior designer person, do my fucking house, mm-hmm. <laughs> make my house look like the Chloe. Cause it's, yeah, very it's picturesque. Perfect. But the food is also great. Yes. It really is. And having that for lunch was exactly the portion sizes, the like level yeah. of lightness that I wanted. <laughs> we were yes. going into that dinner that same night. So, oh, yeah. Oh, that was, you did that back to back. The Chloe was lunch and Miss River Damn. was dinner. It was the most delicious day I've had in a long time. That is, oh, yeah, you can't. That's very, very hard to beat. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. 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 So next week is going to be very sad in comparison to We're literally to leaving this. here to go eat Whoppers. Right. <laughs> Watch that just be next week's high. Yeah. Like that was it. We peaked immediately after recording the podcast. Yeah, like and that was it. Your birthday right into Burger King. <laughs> we have a shared high, shared low, <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, you got to see next week if that is truly what happens. Uh, until then, don't forget to like, share, rate, review, whatever you can do on the platform of your podcast choice. You can find us on social media at PTE pod and we will talk to you next week come back for seconds